0: Welcome to the Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing podcast, where we explore the hottest topics in cyber marketing, interview experts, and help you
1: become a better cybersecurity marketer.
0: Welcome to another episode of Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing. I'm one of your co hosts, Gianna Whitfer. And Maria here, as usual. As usual. And we are so excited to have today a very special and very funny, although I don't want to set up too many expectations, but very funny guest, Ken Underhill. Ken is a friend of ours, a friend to the society. He's the owner of CyberLife and the Cyber Life School. And what is CyberLife? Well, I'll let him explain it.
2: So CyberLife has a lot of things under that company, but main focus is the training organization that, I'm going to use a fancy word here, democratizes
1: Ooh, education. Buzzwords.
2: Ooh, what, what, buzzword time. So mark that down in your buzzword bingo sheet and yell out bingo to the screen <laughs> or to whatever you're listening to. But basically, look, at the end of the day, Training is causing thousands of dollars. People are spending a lot in college and people are still hoping to get a job after years in the industry. So really what CyberLife has is a CyberLife school underneath it. And that's just low cost or even free because anyone could really take it for free if they don't have the money trainings. And and a lot of the trainings are real skills you'll actually do on the job that big companies are looking for. So if you want to work at big companies, go to the CyberLife school and check that stuff out. And then we of course have, uh, well, I don't know if I should mention the other thing because Maria kind of mentioned, that might be a secret I should share later. There's something else. So there's something else under cyber life. You'll have to wonder (laughs) what that is until we say it.
1: That's awesome. Ken, tell us more about your awesome, awesome life career. You were named International 40 Under 40 in cybersecurity. So many amazing accolades. Tell us a little bit more about who is Ken?
2: Yeah, you know, awards are interesting. Yeah, I mean, come on. The, the awards from Cybersecurity Marketing Society that you guys do, I mean, that that's number one. Like, that's more than the Academy Aww. Awards or anything, you know. Thank so uh, you. It I agree space. with you. <laughs> Did you win last year? I think it was 2020. Ah, I think it maybe. was last year. That's something right. from marketing or something. I just remember that I mailed Gianna like a box of candy. And all of a sudden, an award came my way. I was like, oh, you know what? This is a secret. This is it right here. (laughs) Ken, here's
0: another pay-to-play award.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's another payday-to-play award. Oh, see, I see what you
2: did there. I see what you did there. So anyways, the long story short of Ken is I came from a healthcare background many years before that I worked in IT, but then I got out because of the chaos of life and did military, did healthcare Pediatric nursing, that usually gets an aww from anyone that's like a parent out there. So ah, thank you so much for doing that, Maria. <laughs> and eventually found my way back into IT and of course in in cyber these days or InfoSec as we called it back in the day. And that's a short version of Ken. I got some degrees and certs and all those things that people tell you to get. But in reality, I didn't have any of that stuff when I got in. Or if you're willing to work hard, learn the right things and work on your personal brand, then that's really what'll get you the the job, not degrees and certs and all that stuff. And there's going to be so many people are going to listen to this and scream and holler social media. He's wrong. You need a $10,000 cert. You know, you need a $100,000 degree. But the reality is most people don't. In fact, a young woman recently got a job after just two weeks. Actually, it took her two weeks because of the interview process. But she didn't have a degree. She didn't have any certs. She was willing to work hard and willing to to take a chance on herself. and, And she got the job. You don't need all this stuff. So that's my soapbox. And now I'm climbing back off it.
0: Love it. That's awesome. Ken is helping people break into cybersecurity, which is, as we all know, desperately in need of people. And he's making paths there so that people can enter the industry. And it's a great, I assume it's a great career. Sorry, let me not make assumptions, but (laughs) it's a great and rewarding career with a lot of opportunity for people entering it. So kudos to you, Ken.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Like, There's no stress in this job or anything. It's it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and marketers
1: don't add any more stress to it at all. Yeah, no,
2: the marketers like never reach out trying to sell the next fancy widget and focus on features. Like that never happens ever. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I never directly have someone send me like a connect request and then immediately get a, a seven and a half page message. Like that never happens. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, this is the one place that never happens. Every other place in the world it does, but but it's, not in cybersecurity.
1: It's all next gen and AI and all of that good stuff. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> And a zero trust.
0: (laughs) But do they attach a PDF to those?
2: Oh, I mean, they have to. I refuse to look at a message unless it has a PDF, a Word document with macros enabled (laughs) and a spreadsheet. If you don't send that, I'm not looking. I'm sorry.
1: So Ken, Ken, you touched on personal brand just before as you you were telling us about your career. Tell us what it's been like for building your
2: personal brand.
1: And I know that you're a huge believer of networking. So tell us a little bit about that journey, networking and building your brand.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm the oddball in in the world in that I didn't focus on building a personal brand and it just kind of like happened. I really focused on how can I give back? How can I help others? And like, it just kind of grew from there because people naturally are attracted when you're giving instead of like taking, you know, the people on social media, gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm like, oh my gosh, Block. So if you're gimme, gimme, you're going to get blocked. But if you're genuinely trying to give, trying to teach others what you know, even if you're just starting out in IT or cyber or something, or even, you know, in cybersecurity marketing, share what you know. Everyone knows something. You may not think it, but you're like, you're learning something right now. If you, the way I say it is, look back two years. If you can go back that far, maybe you're only two years old and you can't, but shouldn't be on social media anyways without <laughs> your parents' permission. But anyways, look back a couple of years or even just six months, right? You're a different person back then. You've learned something since then. Whatever that is, share it. And if that's writing, if your thing is writing, I'm not a big writer, even though we'll talk about, I think, a book later. But I'm big on like video. I turn on a camera. I can talk all day long. Some people could do that. Some people are shy. If you want to do video, just screen record if you don't want to be on camera. People are so weird about being on camera. I'm like, this is me. I don't wear makeup like you get me. This is me. I don't care what you think about me. I'll block you. So I have a lot of people on the block party, by the way. There's thousands (laughs) at the block party. They'll never The block party. <laughs> yeah.
0: Gianna, we should totally name this episode The Block Party. The, b-
2: the Block Party.
0: <laughs> How to Get Into the Block Party with Ken Underhill. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> What's the music there that's playing?
2: I don't know because I don't go. You know, I just, I just, I, just, I, I, just, I give people the invite and, uh, Whatever they want to play, they can play. It's probably <laughs> sad music, is my guess. A lot, a lot of crying, stuff like that going on. <laughs>
0: that's the, the activities there. Okay, so Ken, you are the practitioner. You are the audience that we're marketing to. Can we talk about some ways that cyber marketers or marketing or marketing cyber products has you've seen so far fallen short or failed you
2: in a way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the mistake, a lot of people make, especially around technology products or services, is they think it's technology. You got to remember there's a human on the other side there. It's, it's like dating, right? Like you're not trying to, well, some people are, but you're not trying to get like the home run when you first say hi to somebody, right? Like you're, hi, how are you? You know, you, like have a conversation. Maybe you ask them out or they ask you out or whatever, and then you go on some dates and whatnot, and, you know, and eventually the adult things probably happen if you know what you're doing. But in reality, People are trying to do that with selling, right? Or marketing. They're trying to like slam features down your throat. They're, look at my thing. It's the greatest ever. I will say the absolute biggest pet peeve of mine personally is when someone will connect with me, blast me all the marketing posts that they're doing like via messaging and expect me to share them. I give you one chance. And then if you send me a message like that again, I block you go to the block party, right? And you can play the sad music or whatever you want to do there. Because again, I don't go to those. I give you the invite. So that's a big pet peeve of mine. And that happens a lot. It's I'm like, what are you doing? So I will say the the number one thing I will say is focus on the human element on the other side. Like what value can you actually bring to that other person or the entity? And it's not your widget. It's not the features. It's saying, hey, I saw your post on whatever. You're looking for somebody that's got these skill sets. I don't know people like that, but do you mind if I share your post on my profile? Maybe I'll get some views or whatever on that. You know, there's little things like that add up. The other thing I'll say here is that I may not be your audience. Like you may be marketing to me based on your behavior. I may make a phone call for you, Mm. right? Or I may make a text for your message or introduction for you. If you're doing things the right way and you're giving value to me or my audience or something, and I see, I'll be stalking you. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to stalk you and I'll see what you're doing, right? How are you behaving? Are you doing bad business or are you doing good business? Right. And by good business, I mean, are you building real relationships because relationships are the currency of life, you know, not just business, but life in general. And so if you're doing the right things, then at some point I'm going to, when someone's saying, Hey, do you know someone that has a good widget on whatever? I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, Gianna's got that. Let me make an intro to you guys and and go from there. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or Maria Maria too. You're not left out. No, Gianna
0: has Um, a widget. (laughs) Can Buy buy all your widgets from Gianna. (laughs) We don't
1: sell the same security products. So actually, that is a good thing. Gianna and I's cybersecurity full-time jobs don't compete because I don't know what would be the future of the society.
2: But that might be an interesting thing, right? You're like, who are you going to choose? Who's going to win this week on the episode?
0: (laughs) Who are you going to (laughs) call? Exactly. Gianna. That's who you're (laughs) going to call.
2: 1-800-Gianna. It'll take you right to her.
1: (laughs) Dear listeners, we all just got a glimpse of Ken's dating strategy. First, he takes it slow and says, hello. And then he (laughs) stalks. And then the stalking starts. So that's it. That's the strategy. That's
2: a critical part. And dressing camouflage, if you're going to stalk us out a window. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So the the key takeaways on what I just said, right? Number one, focus on the fact that the other person's a human. Also focus on the fact they may not be ready to buy. And even if they are ready to buy, like if they're looking for a product or they might be open to it, focus on like, how can you deliver value? And you better tell me in 30 seconds or less, maybe a minute if I'm really interested. But if you start talking about features like, oh yeah, we blah, 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 technical stuff. Even though I'm a technical guy, I'm tuned out. I'm daydreaming about something else, you know, fudge or candy or something. Mm -hmm. I'm tuned out. That's so, really
1: interesting because we always struggle. Do we go technical? Do we not go technical? Or who do you go technical with, right? What's the job title that wants the technical details?
2: So this is my personal opinion. There's always people that are going to disagree with that. You can unfollow me or, or you can let me know and I'll add you to the block party. It's where you can play the sad music. But anyways, my thought process, executive level like myself, 30 seconds, a minute or less. And talk about the business and how your widget will help my business, right? Or help us as a business doing our thing, right? Which is gonna require you to do some research. Ah, it's scary stuff. You're gonna actually have to do some market research and and look at our company and things like that and put in a little bit of this thing. It's a four letter word. A lot of people are scared to do it. It Starts with a W, it's called work. Not love, no, work. (laughs) Don't do the love. It's work. So put in a little work. (laughs) So don't don't sign
0: off your first message with love, your name.
2: It might work. You might be like love. And then you could send a follow-up email, right? That's an excuse for a follow-up email to say, hey, so sorry. I was trying to multitask. You know how it is. I was texting my spouse and I just put the love there my bad right that's a good follow-up like a, a few days or a week later when you haven't heard anything from the person you're doing cold outreach to you just see what they say they may be like oh hi, no big deal right now you're in their mind as someone that's different right you're different by doing that so i
0: love that no, ironically might I re-
2: get you in trouble with hr or something but i don't that's
0: know a, that's definitely a pattern interrupter <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry. I was writing this email, selling my widget to my wife or my husband, and (laughs) I accidentally sent it to you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to, you know, I was trying to prepare, you know, so I sent it to them. Or you could say you were texting or whatever, you know, it's it's, it's actually a very plausible thing. We've all made little mistakes like that. And this is a a little way to get in, right?
0: It's a way to be human. It's definitely humanizing the outreach spam bot. So can... I have heard that there are these, this relates back to what you were saying when you said you can make a phone call maybe for someone or a text, or you might share what you heard or you send people to block party. I have heard that there are private societies and communities for infosec people, discords, telegrams, slack channels, where all of us who are listening will never ever be able to get in. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit, are you in any of these groups and can you tell us a little bit about what it's like in there?
2: If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Oh, <laughs>
0: man. That's the end of our show. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, there's, of course, there's groups like that, right? And I'm, <laughs> I'm in some of those private things like that. I would just say it's, the way you get access of those, number one, don't list marketing on your profile because then people will be like, wait a minute, that's a marketer. But... <laughs> i just kidding. You have to, right? You're a marketer. You have to, you know, see your marketer. But it's a safe place, right? And and there's safe places in a lot of things. You know, I do some work in human trafficking. So there's safe places or safe houses and things like that. There's there's safe places. And one of the organizations I, I sit on the advisory board of is BBWIC or Breaking Barriers Women in Cybersecurity. That's a safe place for women to be mentored, learn cybersecurity, et cetera, without a lot of those creepy dudes that we all have seen on social media, many of them, the, the ones that focus on the four-letter word of love and not work instead. So there are safe places out there, this types of safe places, and I'm not in all these communities that you're mentioning, Gianna, but it's just a safe place. You know, it's a safe place to collaborate with other leaders or if you're, you know, practitioner level, other individuals with the same interest and stuff as you, without anyone in there saying, hey, check out my widget, right? Call 1-800-GIANNA, right? So mm-hmm. that's all those things are. I wouldn't encourage, if you're not in there, if you haven't gotten an invite to those types of communities, I wouldn't encourage you to try to, like, actively get in there, right? Because your intent is, I want to be a marketer in there, and that's not the it's not No, the vibe. my,
0: yeah. no, 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 so let me back up. My intent is, is not what, to say, what, how, how not, can we sneak? Not
2: you, yeah, no, not, yeah, not, we're not, not you, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, I wasn't trying to ask how do we, like me and Maria, like don a mask and like sneak in at all. I was just curious about the interior workings because we understand completely. We started the Cybersecurity Marketing Society for the same reason, is that we needed a safe space for cybersecurity marketers to join and talk and communicate and share freely and openly about what they thought about the world of cybersecurity marketing. So completely understand. And Ken did not mean to put you in a position where you were trying to like sidestep around advising us on how to break in. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Break into a bank.
2: Well, the key actually is uh, you buy a Beyonce mask and then film a video and pretend like you're Beyonce. That'll get you into all of these. That's (laughs) it. Yeah. That's your key. And every single one. I I
1: have to bust out my Beyonce moves. Oh, man.
2: Yeah. I tried to. I got injured. (laughs) So, <laughs> but you know, it's <laughs> the best way, honestly, to market. And I mean, this is marketing anything you could sell dish soap. The best way to market is just add value. Always focus on how can I add value? How can I build real human connections? And that's going to turn into sales. It doesn't happen like overnight, but that's going to be the thing that, because no matter where Gianna goes, if Gianna has a widget and I know someone that can use a widget with whatever company she's at. She's not planning to leave, by the way, where she's at. But I'm just saying like, no matter where she goes, right? Because she's built a real relationship with me, same with Maria, anywhere they go, if I know someone that can benefit from their widget, there will be no hesitation in me saying, hey, check out what Gianna or Maria has to offer, right? It doesn't matter what company they go to. And I think that's where a lot of people forget, right? Is they they forget that the relationship carries over no matter where you go, and that will cause people to purchase that thing, even if that thing is more expensive, usually. Yeah, within reason, mm-hmm. Splunk and their $12 million, you know, license. Whatever. But <laughs> sorry, Splunk, you can sponsor if you want. Yeah, now they're going to have
1: to sponsor this episode, Ken. What have you done?
2: That's, oh my gosh, they're going to have to sponsor and pay you guys a lot of money. Oh, oh my gosh, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, goodness. I loved, uh, just a, a quick sidebar, there was, was a Cisco or something? buy Splunk or was it put an offer in Splunk? Somebody put an offer on, but there was oh, a social yeah, media post. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? And, and I saw a social media post on LinkedIn. Someone was like, you know, it's unclear if, you know, they were putting an offer into buy Splunk or if, you know, they were just renewing their annual license. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like million dollar offer. I was like, Oh, I love it.
0: Love it. I saw that tweet. We'll link to that tweet in the show
2: notes. <laughs> yeah, That was good stuff.
0: Oh no. It's one of those moments where I lost it, Maria. Oh, oh it's going to be great. That's, do, the, that's do we, the moment where I jump in yeah
2: do it do we do we have to do a pinch where we talk about the closet, Gianna or no the G- closet
0: okay. I close the closet all <laughs> the junk is hidden there's just one little <laughs> random computer cord to the demon printer. okay
1: go ahead Maria. <laughs> we are not doing break into Gianna's closet on this episode it'll have to be a that'll second be a future episode. one
2: and all of you listening if you have a company or you work at a company, they need to sponsor this podcast and once there's 20 sponsors, from just this episode, then Gianna will open that closet. We'll do an episode. We'll talk about everything in there. That's it's right. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be, uh, you're just going to laugh for hours off. That's this right.
1: That's right. when you we know? get so rich, we'll hire Ken full time.
2: There you go. To be our stand-up funny, up comedian.
0: <laughs> 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 He'll open all of our virtual events <laughs> with with, five, with a tight 10 of really good shows.
2: yes. Yes.
0: And now we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors and producers, Hacker Valley Media. Chris Cochran and Ron Eddings run an amazing studio here, which produces not only the Breaking Through in Cybersecurity Marketing podcast, but a bunch of other shows that you're going to want to listen to as well. So, all these shows plus more, and then on top of that, probably even more coming soon, are available to look at, listen to, and sponsor at hackervalley.com. Make sure you go over there. And say, hey, Gianna and Maria said I should come check out your website, listen to your shows, and uh, sponsor a podcast or two. I'll give you guys one hint that's in the closet. There are googly eyes of various sizes.
2: Ooh. Listen, we need 20 sponsors. So take notes. (laughs) Tell your company today, like, look, we got to sponsor this podcast because we have this googly eye challenge. And that's what we'll call it, the Googly Eye Challenge. So if you <laughs> want to see the Googly Eyes in Gianna's Closet and have us talk about them and the history of them, you're going to have to sponsor an episode. You this know, I think it. another fun episode would be like, what's in the trash can? Like, we could pull out random things from the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God,
0: By I the way, I our, I
1: back the mic. our beloved listeners, we had an entire pre-planned episode with notes and questions. This oh, yeah, we'll not part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get
2: to those uh, those notes and questions, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ken, tell us about your show. You are working on your own, well, you already have a podcast, right? But you're working on a few other things. Tell us what are some exciting things in the works.
2: Yeah. So interestingly enough, I kind of, I did away with the podcast in about a year or so now, maybe two years. And instead I focused on a fancy television show. So the Cyberlife television show is a thing. It's syndicated. It's in um, like 115-ish or more channels globally. I feel fancy, you know, with a TV show and stuff like that. It's a different ballgame. It's different than a podcast because I had done a podcast for a while. I also have a YouTube channel where I'll add more videos and stuff like that. I don't, I haven't paid too much attention to that, but there's still, I think, thousand or so subscribers on there hoping that I put another video out, I guess. I don't know. But uh, the, TV, yeah, the TV show stuff, a few million people each month view it around the world across all those different channels, continues to grow. I've had some interesting guests. I had an award-winning artist, an international artist, Joya Cousin on there. We talked about mental health she talked about some of her personal experience uh, with her brother you know unfortunately taking his life and we talked about our artwork and stuff like that i am trying to get someone on the show and i don't know if they'll do it or not but this person is from a tv show in the 90s and that would be like super cool and i don't want to say anything more because i don't want to jinx it but if i can get that person on the show i'm going to get that person on the show and like it's i just have a feeling it's going to be like A really cool episode so we'll that's awesome so let's
1: let's get a petition around let's get 100 signatures and send it to this person and say please 500 people think that you should be on ken's show
0: and we'll do it do do you not expect them to check the amount of votes on the petition uh,
2: (laughs) hey listen we can write scripts we'll write an automated bot to to put a million signatures on there. random signatures and be like they look all the same don't worry about that But yeah, we'll see. I'm just waiting to hear back from this person's uh, publicist on their interest. So I'm hoping that. But yeah, I mean, the show itself currently it's been just kind of uh, more a podcast feel in a way of interviewing people about their journey, experience, challenges, and whatnot in, in cyber or other areas of life. As you know, as evidence of Joya coming on, there are some things I'm writing for this show right now. I've had to teach myself script writing because I, I'm kind of anal about control in some aspects because sometimes you you know it's your baby and you gotta baby it and stuff i don't have kids but i hear that you have to like baby babies and stuff i, I worked as a pediatric nurse years ago so you got a baby a little bit but there's other things with the show that i'll be coming to give it um a little more people seem to like the kind of the bill nye the science guy feel with a couple of the early episodes i did when i had the kids and showed them lock picking and stuff like that so more of that will be coming probably not with those kids because i think a few moved out of the area and the other one is busy playing basketball i'm hoping he remembers me when he goes to the nba <laughs> probably won't but that's okay. I'll show him the video as proof of like, look, you knew me. Can I get your autograph? Uh, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, there'll be more of that coming for now there'll be a number of the next several episodes the the upcoming season are kind of that interview feel stuff like that. There is someone doing I think it's it's not salsa dancing. It's like Zumba or something like that. She mm. does that a little bit so the mystery deepens right? The plot thickens. You're going to have to keep an eye out that's- for the show to see what episode that is and who I'm talking about cuz she's world famous. Ooh, so that's awesome. we awesome. are definitely gonna add gonna links
1: link. on the show notes for everyone to see it.
2: And non-malicious links, by the way. I shared non-malicious links, so you can actually click those, and you won't download anything unless someone link hacks the site, I guess. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they won't be Bitly, so we'll, there'll be the full link.
2: <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Come on.
1: <laughs> Should we ask him more security questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is more fun. <laughs> there is one more rumor that we need you to tell us about. Sure. What's the deal with the book?
2: Yeah, so uh, for some reason I decided, since I don't characterize myself as a writer, but I'm actually really good at copywriting, but I don't characterize myself as a writer, you know, like a novelist or whatever, if you will. So I do have a book. I'm a co-author on the book because I, I conned two people into, into writing it with me. I, I tricked them, so they wrote it with me. So uh, Tia Hopkins and Chris Fullen, who everyone probably knows listening to this. Oh, yeah, we know Chris.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the
2: the, the title is actually available for pre-sale on Amazon and a lot of people have been buying it already and sending me messages like when's it coming when when's it published? I need my copy. I'm like just let me know if you have questions in the intro. But it's it's called Hack the Cybersecurity Interview. Basically as the name implies, it's you know, how do you hack the interview? Uh, talk about hacking yourself, talk about some different things all of us have done over the years. Uh, there's some good advice especially in the in the uh, I, I mean every chapter, but in particular, our advice is in the first chapter and the very last chapter of the book, kind of our words of wisdom. If you like sat down with us, what we would tell you type of thing. There's a chapter on behavioral interview questions. Like pretty much every interview I've ever been in has like the exact same questions. Like they go off a checklist of what they're reading you for the behavioral interview questions. So the ones in that chapter are things you want to study definitely, no matter what job you're you're going for. And then, of course, the rest of the chapters are broken up into different roles. You know, SOC analyst, CISO, cybersecurity, uh, sales engineering. We don't have marketing. We didn't think of that. So maybe second edition or something. I uh, mean, you know, we'll
1: we've been looking for our breakthrough into writing books. That's
2: the key. So that'll come out. It's scheduled, I think, for like July-ish. Yeah, I mean, it's wrapped up. It's just they got to go through whatever. It's through uh, Pack Publishing is who we've used. So, I mean, mm-hmm. everyone knows Pack. They got millions of books out there. Maybe there's thousands of books. So it's there. It's actually available right now on Amazon as well. You can pre-purchase it or pre-order it, whatever. And I don't think you get billed until they actually like ship it to you. So you, nice. can, you can buy it now and be like, I bought it and sound fancy and stuff like that. And take a selfie with the image from Amazon or something. Just know that cover's changing. All of us had a different idea for the cover than what they have. And kind of Ken likes to lay breadcrumbs for future generations. And that's all I'm going to say. So you'll notice that the cover on Amazon right now, so everyone go look on Amazon when you hear this. Actually, by the time this comes out, I think it'll be changed.
0: We'll take right. a screenshot but, of the old cover and we'll put yeah, in a blog yeah. post and everyone can look there and see go. the transformation.
2: Yeah, there you go. So, and
0: everyone who's listening, you know, you're thinking this is for, you may be thinking, I don't know what you're thinking. I'm not the thought police, but you may be thinking, oh, like This is for cybersecurity folks. This isn't for me, marketers. But anything that helps you understand your audience better is a good thing. Like you just said, Ken, you're going to divide this into SOC versus analysts versus these other types of roles and getting to understand along with talking to customers. But there's other third-party things you could do, such as read books, read articles, read stuff written by people that can help you understand your audience even further.
2: Yeah, a lot of it's speaking the language, right? So, you know, a book like this, you can kind of look through and say, okay, maybe I'm targeting CISOs. What are some of the things that they're concerned about or, or the areas that they're thinking through in their head? And not just this book. I mean, there's other CISO-related books on Amazon and stuff you can buy. What are My your favorite, favorite...
0: CISO-related books?
2: Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm looking. I forget who the authors are. But I mean, yeah, CISO. I think that's Gary Hayslip, the CISO Desk Reference. I've got a couple of those. I've got like a study guide for the, the you know, the EC counselor Certified CISO thingamajiggy. That's such an easy I don't want to say it's an easy exam because people hate because I I haven't taken it, but I've written questions for that for easy counts in the past and it is what it is. A lot of their exams, I guess I will knock them because I'm not a fan of how they treat women globally. So I'll knock them a little bit. Their exams are pretty much all knowledge-based. Like even their hands-on exams, they're knowledge-based, really. I mean, I don't think their exams measure things effectively. And I'm saying that as someone that holds a couple certs from them. Those certs are knowledge-based and I'm just not a fan of them as an organization. I'll bash them a little bit. Yes, they, they do some good, right? They give out some scholarships and stuff like that and pat themselves on the back. But the reality is the way they've treated women for years globally is not a good thing. And hopefully that'll change at some point. Maybe here hearing this will change things or it'll get me know, band or something. I don't, I don't really care. Oh, I'll, no, I'll, you'll, you'll I'll, be
0: at the, the block, block party. party. I'll be in their block
2: party. Then I can play what I want. So guess what? It's going to be a 90s playlist of all the top songs of the 90s. So if anyone wants to come, by all means, it's going to be the party of the year. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. I feel like we have to put that in the show notes too.
2: Ken, your like Spotify playlist or whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> show us
1: your, your favorite nineties playlist.
2: Sure. I, I will tell you what, even though I did a podcast and I go on a lot of podcasts, like I don't listen to podcasts. I mean, you guys, of course, but like any others I don't listen to, like I don't have a Spotify playlist. I actually listen on like YouTube to videos. Like I'm, I'm old school. I don't, nothing touches my phone. <laughs> Let's put it that way. There's no, there's no apps. Well, as few apps as possible on my phone. Interesting. Yeah. So spoken
0: like a true security yeah. practitioner,
2: I guess, but I mean, come on, every phone is like vulnerable. It's, it's ridiculous sometimes. I miss the answer sketch, right? Because at your sketch, you had to be physically there in person to mess my stuff up, right? I could, I could draw in there. I could put a secret message to Maria on there. I could put a marketing message on there. And unless you were physically there or tripping me or something like that, or grabbing it and shaking it, you couldn't mess it up. But my mobile device, you can touch that from anywhere in the world, so so true. I miss the 90s. I miss the 90s.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. For him, what should we ask Ken? Our last question? Our, yes, um, our final, should we play the game or should we ask yes, him? Yes. Okay. Uh-oh. Do you want to explain the game?
1: Yeah. So Ken, every guest on our podcast gets to play a really fun game. Well, actually it's fun for us. I don't know if it's fun for the guests. <laughs> But we get to guess what your career would be if you weren't doing what you're doing today. For you, it's going to be really hard because you've done a lot of things in different industries. So that's going to be a tough one. So Gianna and I will take a guess and then you'll tell us how terrible our guesses are and tell us that it's something completely different. That's usually how it goes. Although Gianna does win most of the time. And so I hate her for that, but that's okay. By John so, his widgets.
2: So, <laughs> shameless plug. So I just want to clarify, this game's not like that movie Escape Room where like I answer wrong or right and like the room collapses on me and tries to kill me. <laughs> Maybe. Like that, you know, it's worth the risk. <laughs> so I guess, I do I need to say like after each of you guess like who's the closest to what I might do or something or?
0: We'll both go, I think. And then you can let us know. Oh, okay, okay. Maria, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. You want some time to think about it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So Ken, you've done so many things. So you've been a pediatric nurse, so we can't say that. Do you have a nonprofit? Are you on nonprofit boards right now?
2: Yeah, I'm on a couple of uh, nonprofit boards.
0: Okay. I feel like that doesn't count either. Although that would be my number one go to. And then you also have a TV show. So you're like a producer and then you're also we're in cybersecurity. So this is really hard. I would yeah. say you would be an awesome teacher. Or maybe like you'd have like a sailboat and you would be like fishing, but like hanging out on the boat for like most of the time and like having a party, but not a block party, like a boat party, but like a good boat party. Does that make sense at all? Maria, your turn. (laughs) I'm I'm done talking. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I think,
1: Ken, you would be doing some sort of thing around, you'd be in a nineties boys band.
2: Well, I love that idea. By the way, that's a very interesting idea. I don't think that would be my uh, cup of tea. Actually, long, long time ago, back in the ancient days, back before you know dinosaurs roamed the earth, <laughs> uh, I think Gian is the closest, only because she mentioned the sailboat thing and fishing. Because biology would have been my thing, because I like—I uh, actually built a maze for worms. As a science project in, in eighth grade, I, I grew up very poor, like a lot of people. And so I didn't have money, like all these other kids, you know, parents made the volcanoes and all these things. And I was like, crap, tomorrow's a science fair. I've got no money. And I've got to figure out some kind of like science project. And I was like, I read in a book one time, I was like, I bet earthworms would eat dirt because that's how they move through. They eat it and like shoot it out the back. And so I was like, oh, I bet I could like do that and take dirt and like a maze. And so I built this maze out of like just pieces of like wood and sticks. And so, I mean, this was literally like ghetto maze, if you will. And like I built this thing and I caught some earthworms and I dug them up in the backyard. And I, I put them in there and I put some a trail of dirt. And I made the trail of dirt where like they went the wrong way and then they would like circle. back. so these worms actually followed the dirt. I was in band at the time. So I had to do like the concert and all that, you know, stuff. And so I like left this, I put the worms in at the start. And like, I came when I had a break from the band stuff and they were like halfway through it. And I won second place. Like I had, I had the little like ribbon thing on my, I'm like, is this in the wrong thing? And people were like, Oh, you're the one that did this It's so cool. Like everyone was around mine. You know, you had all these mad kids with all these volcanoes, right? Like, Oh, look at mine. And like, yeah, that's whatever. You know, everyone's got that. All these people were crowded around watching the worms. So like people were like cheering on the worms. It was great. Greatest thing ever. And I'm a total (laughs) introvert. I know it's hard to believe these days. And I was even more of an introvert back then. So like, I'm like, oh my God, a crowd of people, what's going on? Right. But of course there was girls there and I was like, oh, let me show you these, you know, worms. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so that's my story on, on, you know, kind of biology stuff. But I I mean, I grew up in the outdoors, you know, again, very poor. So I didn't have the luxury of a lot of TV and stuff. Back then you'd have the rabbit ears in the countryside there. So you really didn't watch anything, especially if it snowed or something. So yeah, that I think biology. So Gianna, you win again. You're the closest just because she kind of mentioned the fish thing. And I wouldn't be on a sailboat though. I'm not a sailboat guy. I like if
1: five points off of that then. Yeah, I think yeah, let's off. not
2: like we gotta knock five points off and you're close with the fishing thing. I do like, you know, Maria's answer kind of got me thinking, you know, should I do the nineties boy band thing? Yeah, that I mean it's the not
1: thing? the nineties, but you could totally do the boy
2: band thing. But you know what? Because everyone's trying to like look at movies from the 90s, you know, all this stuff, right? Everyone's like the, 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 the uh, nostalgia. I think we could make a run for it, right? We could have a 90s band, you know, and, and maybe not a boy band, but we can have a mixture. And I think we could do a run for it. I think people would like actually come and, and if, especially if we had the concerts be like 90s stuff, whatever that was. Because mm-hmm. I didn't go to concerts in the 90s, but whatever that was that people had back then. In fact, interesting story just real quick. And I know we probably have to wrap up soon because I talk a lot, but (laughs) I never saw a music video growing up. I never saw a music video. So, you know, I heard all these songs on the radio, but I never saw that because we didn't have cable or any of that stuff that, you know, and the rabbit ears. I mean, it was like, if you've ever saw the movie American Pie, like the start point of that, for those that have never watched that movie, watch the start and you'll see what I'm talking about with like the screen, not really showing you anything.
1: Oh yeah. I grew up with that. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: But anyways, I, I hadn't watched the music video actually until I met my wife because it wasn't a big deal to me because I never saw it. You know, I never watched them, So I wasn't like, as soon as I could, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I got to watch all these videos. I never watched this child. It wasn't a thing. And then I started watching. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's what people were talking about. You know, like now I had the, the relatability to whatever from, you know, 10, 20 years before. So that's really awesome. That's a, that's a story hopefully that mean something to somebody out there that's like, oh my God, that was me too, or something. You never know.
1: Yeah. That's me right here already. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, the nineties boy band, I don't know. That's we have to keep playing on that one. And maybe, you know yeah. who we can get involved in that? Chris Cochran. He can Ooh. dance, right? He can be our dancer. Yes, He's yeah. got the moves for sure. Yeah. He's got the moves. <laughs>
0: and, and we well, can
2: take the printer from Gianna's closet as like a, you know, something to have on stage.
0: Oh, they make noises, right? Printers. I know. Cause I've printed things, <laughs> but like they make a noise. We could incorporate that into the music. Like, eh, nah, nah, nah. oh, I wait, no, that's should. a dial up tone. Well, what is no. a printer noise? Hell, <laughs> <AOL. laughs> well. We can,
2: <laughs> we can do the dial up. We can do the printer thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my printer goes like, that's very,
2: that's very nice. It's an attractive that's very, sound, yeah, right? That's, that's very 90s. Yeah. We'll put a rap to that, that beat. Done. Yeah.
0: Done. Uh, oh my God, Ken, it isn't such a delight having you here. You are so hilarious. <laughs> Everybody, we're going to put many, many links in the show notes. And if you don't see them in the show notes, definitely check out the Cybersecurity Marketing Society's blog, where we will have a full blog article <laughs> recapping this <laughs> and including all the links. Ken, where can people find you if you're open to being contacted about any of the things we talked about today? For the ones that are not going to be at the block party.
2: Yeah, so everyone listening, just uh, there's an executable on your desktop now. Just go ahead and double click that, and uh, we'll be. Uh, if you go to cyberlife.tv, so not not.com, not .io or any of that weird stuff, but cyberlife.tv. So c y b e r life l i f e. Hopefully, not a spell life, and then .tv. So Tango Victor, as the military says. So if you go there, you'll find everything. You'll find a link to the CyberLife School. You'll find all sorts of other stuff. You'll find also a link to um, we're partnered up with a place called Cloud Underground that offers, you know, as the name applies, some cloud services and some other cool things and and all sorts of fancy widgets, just like Gianna has, you know, but fancy widgets, you know, different type of widget. So you may check them out too. But yeah, if you want CyberLife School, where again we've democratized cybersecurity education and everything's the pay what you can model. So if you have no money, guess what? If you grew up like me, you can still afford to go there because it's free. If you want to pay, you can pay. If you want to pay at a discount and support us, you can do so. Because obviously, you know, hosting and stuff like that isn't free. But feel free to support us. And if again, it's free education for everyone if you can't afford it.
0: Amazing. What you do, Ken, is really awesome, inspiring. You're on so many nonprofit boards and we're going to link. What We're going to ask you to send us a link to all those and we'll include them in the show notes too so people can support. Excellent. Thank you I, so much. Do we
2: didn't we, uh, uh, we have one more question? Was weren't, we was weren't we trying to find out Maria's favorite candy? Was that the last question? Or oh was it? Or was it or were oh, were we going around? I so remember we talked about candy.
0: Candy was just in our oh. notes. I just have a bullet that says candy, like from our <laughs> pre, from our scoping call.
2: You know <laughs> so what? Let's I, all right, let's go around. We're gonna we're gonna real quick round robin. Each of us is going to say our our top favorite candy. It doesn't have to be from Manila. It could be from childhood or whatever, even if you don't eat it anymore. Mm-hmm. All right, Maria, we're going to start with you.
1: Oh, God. Thing is, I grew up in Morocco, so most of the candy there definitely does not in- exist here. But I would say my favorite candy today is the Kinder Bueno chocolate.
2: Okay, nice. Mm. All right, Gianna, hot seat time.
0: White chocolate, any brand? I'm just not no, not any brand. Actually, some white chocolate tastes like plastic. I like lint white chocolate. That's so good. Oh,
2: she's upscale. Oh. <laughs> for me, and I don't eat them anymore, but for me, Butterfingers. You know, you can't go wrong. If Bart Simpson eats it, it's good for me.
1: I love Butterfinger. <laughs> you know, when I moved to the U.S. and I was in high school, I was like, "This is so awesome! I've never had anything like this before." <laughs>
0: Amazing. So thank you again, Ken, for being on and for bringing some delight and some spontaneity and candy talk to this show. Maybe we'll do a spinoff. We'll do a candy-related po- Actually. I bet there's a good candy-related podcast out there. I'm going to search for this. Oh, if
2: if not, you've got another thing to put under uh, your brand.
0: Absolutely. So everyone listening, do you want to be on the show? Send us a note at podcasts, with an S, at HackerValley.com. Hacker Valley is, of course, our amazing producer. And if you have any feedback, send us a note also to the same email address. Tell us if you like the show, if you don't like the show, if you want more candy, if you want less candy, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure to subscribe, like, and follow us on your socials on LinkedIn, et cetera. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Thanks, everyone.
1: See ya.
2: And if you don't want more candy, you're going on my block party.